I'm Mel Stewart, and this is the Swim Swim Podcast. Joining me today is the head coach of LA Current, a man that I know and love. He's still handsome. I don't know how. His name <laughs> is David Marsh. What's up, hey, buddy? Mel, how you doing, buddy? Hey, going great, going great. Just over here on the deck of uh, the second day of the of our competition, and got a lot to do. And and uh, so, yeah, great, great to be here for a few minutes with you. And and thanks for uh, checking in on us over here at the ISL. Funny thing is, we did a podcast, and I, it recently went live. And we were, and and basically, the, our, our our lead topic was that the the ISL draft didn't work. So that podcast goes live, and then I think twenty four hours later, um, we see uh, you know Toronto, and we see DC Triton really perform, and we, we're seeing yeah. you struggle. So tell me, yeah. how how did the draft impact LA Current? Yeah, the draft was huge. It was one of those things where, uh, you know, you're able to keep 15 people. So that was significant. Uh, but, I mean, some of the, the athletes that we let go turned right around, like Felipe Franca. We, we uh, opted to let him out. And we're sort of ho- hoping he'd pick up the fan vote, actually, because he had the most followers. And he's, now he just stung us last night with a win of 50, 50 breasts. And he's one of our famous favorite guys the guys a delightful human being and we really miss him having having him on the team and he's bringing that sort of special energy to dc Triton. you can see where they're sort of feeding off uh, guys like this it's not just all how fast you swim a lot of people bring in tangibles he's one of those guys that does that but i think in overall the draft um you know uh you saw ryan hoffer last night win the 50 freestyle he wasn't good at first but he's figured it out now most of the rookies struggle a little bit with the lights, the action, the speed of the events is, catches people off. Even college athletes aren't used to the speed of this. It goes one event after another. And you're not allowed to take breaks. You have to walk out in your uniform. It's, it's professional. It's not, uh, you know, you don't walk around with a towel around your neck and, you, and, and the, 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 the starter waits for you to be ready. No, you have to be ready when the starter's ready. And uh, uh, you sort of have to keep pace with the event. So that's, that's new for some of the new drafted athletes. So it takes a couple for them to get, get used to that. And that's what you saw with Ron Hoffer yesterday. That and he has Pellin Jones coaching him, giving him all kinds of wisdom. You know, Javier Sosa, my team lead assistant, is working with the team. He's, he's doing, sure doing great stuff with that group. Uh, and you see them getting better. We knew the last time we swam that they are the, they're the ones that got hurt the most by Kelly Condor's uh, jackpots. And, and so this isn't something, anything new either. But, you know, Mel, you're asking about the draft, and I would say uh, the biggest impact of the draft, it reshuffled the deck in depth, uh, not necessarily in the place where the biggest points are. Points are. So I would say you're right. with the, 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 the conversation was correct the other night in that energy standard and uh, potentially Lennon Roar. And, and uh, I would say Cali Condor is there because of the number of people that they have that can jackpot, strength of the relays, and the quality of their skins athletes. I think those are the three biggest places where you get sort of mega points. And to give you an idea, one race last night, the women's corner freestyle relay, uh, we wanted, we needed to win that relay. That was an event we planned to win because we knew our second relay wasn't going to make the qualifying time. So we planned to jackpot our own relay in. Well, they scored 28 points in that one event. And by us getting second, 
we scored like five points net because of the four we lost. And so had we gotten first, that completely flips around. And we were second in four of the relays to Toronto. Had we finished first instead of second in all of them, we would be up by 50 points right now. So the format is working. It's very exciting. Uh, and, and it is something that is, you know, I, I told the team when we came over here, I said, hey, this is what the ISL wanted. This is what people want is close matches. And that'll happen tonight. It'll, be, it'll end up staying close. Uh, it'll go back and the lead will go back and forth. And uh, it'll depend on who can be that consistent person. And then Chabang, who can handle it at the end with the skins. And uh, we ended up with probably not our strongest strokes, but we have uh, some candidates we think will be good. Uh, but hopefully that answers to some degree some of the questions about the draft. I can go deeper with you if you want. We can go deeper, but let's, let me just address an elephant in the room. You're going to war without Ryan Murphy. Um, so it, it, that's a you know that that's that's a that's a big hole. But I, I know that you go yeah. to war with the team that you have. Uh, Gastadello, um, just out of curiosity, you know, she, it, 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 she was a huge star last year. What, what's going on with her? She was ill before she got here, lost a lot of weight. And, uh, and then, and so she hasn't gained that back. Actually last week she showed, started showing signs of herself. Uh, last night she was very disappointed in her swims and, and, but we have her in two events tonight. Normally she carries four events, you know, so now Maddie Wilson sort of become our four event person. Tom Shields will hit four events tonight because he's he's on fire. So you just got to, you know, you get here, you have to sort of figure out who you can put into these positions. Uh, and the struggle of that, like our top draft choice, uh, Martin Mialyutin, he's doing a great job in his, his 200 and 400s, but a lot of the internationals uh, don't have the, they're not used to having the versatility. They're not used to doing more than their primary events. So there's sort of ongoing active conversations going on with these guys trying to, get them to grow and develop into other events. And I'm not sure it'll happen right away or even in this season, but, uh, but that's the kind of stuff we have going on that causes us to, to sort of be a stronger or not a strong team. But I think if every athlete knows that they have to do the main thing, which is hit their main event. And then if they're able to pick up more events without uh, sacrificing the quality of their main event, then sometimes they can pick up, you know, secondary events. I mean, uh, Abe Devine is going to do the tuner fly tonight. First time he's done a tuner fly in probably four years. But we need him in the event. We're hoping Tom Shields wins. And if uh, he'll, he'll, he'll jackpot uh, him in. And if that doesn't work, if, if, if Tom's not rolling tonight, uh, we're going to be in big trouble. So we, we, there's, some, there's some people you kind of count on. And then there's some people that, uh, that sort of have to play roles. And so tonight, at least in that event, David popped off for one second. He froze, but I think he's going to be back. That's where able to play a role. There we go. You're back. You dropped out for one second. I got a little bit of a connection yeah. issue. You ready here? You're back now. So let, let me talk to you. Um, you know, there's 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 two athletes that I think of when I think of ISL, and I do think of Tom Shields, and I think of Pebbly, and uh, and they both in, in in private conversations. I know that if you know if if it was up to them, this was all this is all they would do. They would do ISL. And, 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 and even thinking about the Olympic games or world championships is, is, uh, you know, if they could, they, they would just focus on this series. Is that something you've heard from other athletes? Well, I, you know, I, I, yes, I would say, uh, the, the purpose in swimming and the passion for swimming has been elevated by the LS, uh, by, by the ISL, the ISL has provided a platform where, athletes uh athletes and a lot more numbers than let's say just the usa national team. usa national team is a very elite 
uh, sort of minimum number of athletes. The ISL draw, draws that down uh, tenfold, and all these athletes get to, they get to feel. They don't feel. They are professional athletes. They have a chance to earn money. And if they work for it, let's say like Coleman did after the Olympics, Coleman obviously went back to work after he swam so well at Olympic trials. And, but then he, he, he just doubled down on it and came in here and, uh, you know, he was MVP of the first match. So I think the, it gives another reason to swim. My, my specific conversations with Pebbly were that uh, I asked him what he loved about swimming. And he said, I love the ISI. I love racing. I love that format. And I said, said Jacob, well, then do, you can do that. I mean, that is professional swimming. You know, you're, you're an Olympian already. Uh, this is something that if you love it, do it. And, and I think you're going to find more and more swimmers uh, uh, choosing to use this as something that just not, not just to elevate their Olympic participation, but in and of itself to be the way they're going to express their professional sport identity. And I think that's a great thing. I think the more we can have of, of uh, opportunities for athletes to uh, carry on their, the, the skill they work most of the time since they're six, seven, eight, nine years old, uh, and until they're, you know, for 20 years or so is, uh, is a real positive. And, and, I, and I love seeing the, uh, the energy in these teams. So you can't, I'm not sure it comes across on TV, Mel, but like, uh, tonight during the races, the, the, the team camaraderie, the care for how your team is doing takes over everything. You know, it is not, I think, I think Rowdy and Bernie are talking a lot about, you know, the, the money and the place and all this. Honestly, when you're here in this, it's all about uh, how'd you do, encourage them next event. How'd you do, encourage them next event. And, and it's uh, really positive. And, and I'd, I'd say it's as exciting as any dual meet I've ever was a part of at Auburn University. Uh, the level of swimming is obviously much higher. So it's a, uh, you know, it's world-class athletes in every event. And maybe the sweetest thing is when there's upsets and there's somebody from outside lane that, 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 uh, that, that takes a risk and goes out first. So these 400 frees and 400 IMs have added another flavor. Uh, last night when Fernando went out first in the 100, he just went, he didn't go out too fast. He went out too hard is what he said afterwards. So he wasn't able to hang on to, uh, to get that one-two punch that we like to get uh, in that 400 freestyle. So it's a... a I think, I think as, as the audience understands the ISL better, uh, as the draft, not just this year, but I think the draft over, the, especially next year, because so many NCAA athletes have come out. There's going to be two years of NCAA athletes coming out. Uh, I mean, we would have taken Trent and Julian this year in our rookie pick had he come out. Uh, I told Jeff that. I said, sorry, Jeff, we'd have grabbed your son. But, but, the, you know, but, but there's two years going to come out next year. So there's going to be a lot of great Americans coming into the league next year from that junior senior year with the, with the COVID year where they were allowed to compete one more year. And then you add to that, we'll get better at selecting. I mean, that's the first time, this is the first time that the GMs selected every athlete. So we didn't have to negotiate. We selected and they could opt to say, no, we had our best breaststroker who we drafted high uh, Shmushka she stepped out of our team at the Olympic games when she didn't swim well, she said, I don't want to do ISL now, which is devastating. Cause that was, you know, we, we need as clearly we've needed uh, some breaststroke help. And uh, that was, a, that was not a good thing. So we've done a good job of sort of filling some holes and getting it done, but uh, that's still not one of the LA current strengths. Well, you address the, the draft question and you give us a perspective on it as it's going forward. I know you've got a very short period of time because you got to get back to coaching. Buddy, you were fourth in 2019, fourth in 2020, and I'm really worried about you this year. 
what do you, I got it. What, what, what do you have to do strategy wise, which, you know, regular season into the playoffs to get to the final? Well, we have to first get into top eight teams and then, and hopefully we're able to get, we're missing uh, six people that we drafted that didn't come to the preliminary rounds. So then we pick up Christian Golomid, we pick up Ryan Murphy, we pick up Bronte Campbell, we pick up, you know, Matt Wilson, breaststroke from Australia. You know, we have a much stronger team. And, and I, another big thing that's really cool is the athletes here that came that, that are sort of uh, uh, stumbling a little bit, you know, uh, they're going to be a lot better. You're not going to hold down Ryan Held. I mean, clearly Ryan Held had every reason in the world to be devastated by his Olympic trial experience, should have been Olympic experience. I don't know how that worked, but, uh, but he, he's going to come back. He's going to be really fast in the semifinals and he gets a training sort of a few weeks of training with Bob Bowman. Out in uh, out in Phoenix, and I think that's going to really elevate his his level. So that's sort of what we're counting on. Um, and the other side of it is, you know, the 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 you know we were sitting at fourth, but we were pretty pretty far off of of uh, the top three. We were sort of a you know a fourth, fifth, sixth team. We just happened to, to be fourth into the finals the previous two years. Uh, you know, so that hurt us on the ability to draft. We we we, we didn't. I mean, certainly you saw Aqua and especially Toronto now really make big turnarounds. Uh, I mean, Toronto ended up getting summer uh, somehow or another in the 10th round, which doesn't sit well with anybody. But he's uh, anyway, there, there's there's a uh, I think as we turn over to probably two more drafts, I think it's this thing is going to even out because these rookies who were allowed to hold for two years, uh, these rookies are um, are going to end up being the stars in the league. And some of the older athletes, just like you saw in this Olympic year, where at the fourth, if, if we had raced in the fourth year instead of the fifth year, there would have been a very different Olympic, Olympic USA Olympic team and a very different Olympic uh, result in many cases uh, over there in Tokyo. So I think that's going to happen in this league as you see young people coming in and uh, they're going to end up being some of the star performers and be elevating. I mean, I, I can't wait. You know, Abby Wetzel, I know, is just emerging and is going to keep emerging. Uh, as she comes through, and and uh, we got to figure out a way to get her in more events. But for right now, she's she's really doing a great job in her freestyles, and uh, and she needed to take a break after the Olympics, and she did. But she's such a good athlete, like Caleb, that they can take a break and they can come in here and be competitive. Maybe not as competitive as they would be had they done a full training cycle for this. Uh, so I I think next year I'm actually in a weird kind of way I'm looking forward to next year because I know things are going to level out even to another even to another degree. I mean, the fact that uh, Luca doesn't have uh, uh, Christoph or, or uh, Katinka in the iron, that's sort of obviously that's changed their whole outlook and complexion of their opportunities there. Otherwise, they'd be right in this battle with us. Uh, but Toronto, no surprise to anybody, at least to us, that when you look at who they have, their personnel, the makeup of their teams, uh, that they're, they're a very good team. They, they did run energy standard pretty well. Uh, there were some moments where we were running Cali pretty well. So it's a lot about the matchups. And that's what we're going to be looking for in the next draft is where do we have our holes and where do we need to fill those holes? But there'll always be an anchor and identity of our sort of original people. The energy standard will always have Sarah Sostrom. They're not going to ever let her into the draft. And uh, she's just going to be an anchor personality. It's up to us from our teams to find Abby Wetzel's and get them up to Sarah's level. Uh, so that's, that's, uh, that's, that's the, the excitement of the draft. And I think that's uh, part of why the league is going to just keep getting more and more intriguing. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. 
Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim Podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.